Hello, I'm Dominic. Welcome to That Song, a podcast about understanding how the people around me feel when they listen to a particular piece of music. We're going to be hearing from different folk I know for around five or ten minutes about a song that gives them big feelings. My mission is to gather a sound archive of the people around me talking about music, one song that is important to them in some way. I reckon we'll touch on topics such as childhood memories, mood and relationships. You can expect the podcast to evolve as we go. I'm new to this and I'm looking forward to learning more about how to make a podcast. Thanks for listening. Here we go. Episode 9. Jamie Nicholson Ruther. I've been reading a book on making radio. It's written by a cartoonist called Jessica Abel. It's called Out on the Wire, Storytelling Secrets of the New Masters of Radio. It's really cool, and I'm learning a lot of mind-boggling new things. One interesting thing I've learned is to tell an anecdote, i.e. sequence of events or actions, and then afterwards have a moment of reflection. A little point about what that sequence means, and where it sits in our broader understanding of the world. So, what does that sequence mean, dear listener? Why would I bring that up at the top of episode 9? What's this got to do with Jamie Nicholson, rather, and a podcast about a song that gives him big feelings? Well, me and Jamie, our friendship is quite simply and quite accidentally the product of a beautiful sequence of actions. Jamie is the husband of Sophie Nicholson, now Nicholson Ruther. Sophie is one of my partner Holly's very close childhood friends. So Jamie and I only know each other really because of the love and friendship two marvellous women have for each other. More to the point, Jamie and I know each other because of the sequence of actions our partners, Sophie and Holly, and their wider friendship group have taken over the years to keep in touch and fiercely stay in each other's lives. And so I am lucky to know Jamie because of that love and because he is kind and funny and cares about people. I guess the broader point is we can find amazing, important and vital friendships by accident, sometimes without even noticing they've begun. Then again, maybe I'm just trying to tell you I'm trying to get better at all this. Thanks for listening. Without further ado, let's hear about a song that gives Jamie big feelings. Absolutely. So his name was David and we were in his living room. We're not we're not friends now at all, but it, um, he I was at his house and we were I think I must have been about seven or eight, I imagine. And we had the telly on um, and I, it must have been MTV because I'm not sure there was any other music channel back then. And this sort of red, huge devil comes on the screen, um, which I later learned was played by Dave Grohl of the Foo Fighters. And I was like, what is this? This is hilarious. And it's actually weirdly one of my first memories is watching this music video because uh, my friend had Sky. And, you know, back, back in the mid 90s, Sky was a huge deal, you know. So... My song that gives me big feelings is Tribute by Tenacious D. And the reason for that is the this song that you were asking me about. It's the only song which has really traveled with me through my life um, from a very young age to now, to, to modern day Jamie. Um, it's become a part of my persona i suppose um it's traveled with me uh, through secondary school when i was performing it in a really odd way actually which i'm happy to regale you with and then on to university where i really honed the art of performing it during karaoke and then through adult life it's always been my my sort of song of choice 
And then very recently we were on, on holiday in Italy and I performed it to a, a crowd of Italians in an Irish bar in the middle of Rome at 3 a.m. <laughs> um, yeah, it's always that reliable song that I know. I know every word to it and it's just if you need a pick me up, it's there for you. Yeah. I grew up in a very, I'm not going to say non-musical or unmusical, but music was just not one of the themes of the house. You know how a lot of musicians, when they're talking about their childhood, they're like, well, my dad played guitar. My mom was a pianist. It's the opposite in my house. Like they're just, the radio was on, but it was always like talk radio. It wasn't, um, it wasn't like radio one or radio two. Um, and neither, ne- no one in my family really plays an instrument. And that extends to my wider family as well, as far as I'm aware. So music wasn't something that I grew up with. And so certainly when I was in my primary school years and even carrying on to secondary school, I didn't really understand why everyone loved music so much. Um, so when I was a child in this demon comes on the screen confronted by these two fat dudes playing guitar i think what captivated me more wasn't what captivated me more wasn't the music it was the visual spectacle of it so yeah so i watched this this three minute video and i'm like okay that was cool um and then i sort of forget about it to be honest uh until secondary school when i become part of a sketch comedy act with two very good friends and I think throughout year 10 and year 11, we're, we're discovering the world of comedy, I suppose. So we start performing Tenacious D, but it's this really weird, we're not yet confident enough to actually sing out loud. So we're basically putting Tenacious D on and then miming to it in this really horribly cringy way now that I think about it like why would you and it, the worst thing was it was it was in an all boys school so we were forcing this group of 30 30 kids to just watch us prying around jumping off scenery and pretending to play guitars um miming so that was really odd uh and then and then university came along and that's when karaoke truly became a big part of my life. Every Thursday, uh, we would all go out as a group because it was a performing arts degree um, down at Yates's Karaoke Bar and Grill. And in Freshers Week, I performed Tenacious D Tribute with my friend Ben and Rob. And we won the award for best karaoke performance that night, which was an achievement because there were also musical theatre students uh, performing karaoke that night as well and many people felt they had been robbed it's okay to be silly because life is silly and trying to make people laugh is something that I consider of very high importance because there's so much bad stuff that goes on in life I suppose I thoroughly enjoy making people laugh because maybe if they're going through a particularly bad time, that, that acts as a salve, as a balm to, to what's going on. And, uh, you know, the best medicine is laughter. I completely agree with that, as well as drugs and antibiotics and things. The, the ability to make people laugh is such a gift. And maybe, I've, maybe I've, quite, I've always been quite an immature guy. So maybe Tenacious D is just 
the music that I connect with the most because it's just people being silly. And that's where I find my enjoyment in life. Um, yesterday I was at my uh, cousin's house and her kids have Nerf guns and me and my brother are 26 and 31 respectively. And you better believe we, we created a all out war with those Nerf guns. And I thoroughly enjoy being a child when the opportunity presents itself. And to me, that's Tenacious D in a nutshell is, is childhood joy uh, coming from adult people, adult men. <laughs> childhood joy coming from adults. Here's to adult men and marvellous women. Here's to childhood joy. Here's to Tenacious D and CRT TV MTV. Here's to growing up in the 90s and being in your 30s in the 20s. Here's to Jamie Nicholson Rudder. And here's to additional music by Joel Cummings, Patrick Patricos, and Esther Abrami. And finally, yep, here's to you for listening. Have a happy weekend. Thank you.